Rampage podcast. I hope you're taking care of you. Hope you're living your cognitive rampage. This is an impromptu podcast. Some of my fave rip podcasts. In the cognitive cave with us is my boy, Chicho Little, a.k.a. Danny Mac. Danny McNamara, filmmaker, friend, manager, agent, entrepreneur. I don't get to spend too much time in this office, man. I got to start coming down here more. It doesn't even feel like I'm in Avalon land right now. No, you're not. It's the cognitive cave. It's the getaway, man. So let's just, let's just get right into it. Let me rampage a little bit. Avalon land, huh? Avalon Park, Waterford Lakes. I come hey, up here. Shh, don't tell too many people where we are, man. Man, I got a lot of respect for this place because it, it made me kind of who I am today. I am talking in the mic. Is not that, that way, bro. If you talk this way, you got to talk this way. Which way is better? This way? Right into it. Make right love. Into it. Yeah, make love to it. But. So Avalon Park is built right next to a pretty intimidating looking power plant. That's now corporate. the headphones work. That's corporate America for you. You believe that? It, How long you lived here for? It's very Pleasantville. I, you're not lying. It's very pleasant. I just feel like all, mostly, and this is all of America, but a lot, especially in Florida, because it's continuing to build everywhere I go, and I've lived here for a long time, and I live in New York and I come back and visit and just see how much it's grown. They're just constantly building and it reminds me of that show Weeds. Um, I got into that for a little while, but I fell out pretty quick of that show. It's it was a it's a great show. Oh, what's that? It's on a, it was on Showtime. Now you can pretty much get it anywhere. Um, but their opening song was always the same and it was the premise of little boxes on the hilltops because it showed just typical neighborhoods that look the same. And when I moved to Florida, this is when I first realized that I was 13 years old, and I noticed that, why does my house look just like the neighbor's house, and then just like the other neighbor's house, and every other house was the same? And people don't understand when you're buying into that bullshit, you're buying into something that's just just like everything else. You're not buying anything unique, you're not buying anything that that sets you apart from the rest, even, even if it's just a small house. Like, you can just build your own house, or you can buy a house on a lake somewhere, rather than buying these stupid communities called... Bramble Bluff or River Delta, all these stupid Huckleberry Finn references. What's up with Florida and Huckleberry Finn references, man? It's uh, unbelievable. Because it's uh, is it because slight... they're all going to be underwater one day and they're just getting ready to like all float down the river. Could be the slightly racial impact, maybe. Oh yeah, it was very racial, wasn't it? No, I. It is. Well, you know, some people though, man. I mean, that's that's uh that's their happiness, though, man. That's what they want. That's what they're looking for. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I get it. That's their dream, and if that's where they find it, then good for them. If their peace comes in that, that's cool. But definitely, I, I, I feel your perception for real because, I mean, I, when you do look around, you're like, man, everyone starts their lawnmower at the same time, at like yeah. the same day. It's kind of weird. Yeah. You know, it's very Manchurian candidate kind of like. I can't ignore that fact. I mean, yeah, you've, you've, you've noticed that. And if you work from home or if you're a freelance person and you – um, you know, you don't go into an office every day, which I recommend if you do go into an office every day, you quit immediately. <laughs> um, but that's a different topic, which we'll get into later. But, you know, you don't see that. You don't see that everyone's, you know, on the weekends, they do the same thing. They, they, they fix their pool. They mow their, they clean their pool. They mow their yard. They do exactly, you know, what everyone does because that's the time they have to do it. Because Monday through Friday, between 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., they're usually working for somebody else. Well, and Bill Burr, who I think is one of the all-time <clears throat> great comedians of all time up there with, like, Louis C.K., he does that bit where he starts freaking out about, he'll be up on the ladder one day, you know, just thinking, and his neighbor comes over, and he's like, hey, yeah, I'm, uh, did you see my new blower? 
you know, and I'm cleaning out the gutters till one day I'm like, I'm thinking, you know, is that, can we take that extension cord and just hang our, both ourselves right now? Exactly. <laughs> you know, he, he has a great bit on that, man. You know, that speaking of comedians, man, or comics, however they like to be referred to, man, I, I swear they're more philosophers, dude, than they are actual comedians. You know what I mean? It's well, like, that's what, that's what, who's that? Joe Rogan says that. And now he was one of those things that he said it too. He's like, and then I think, no, actually Joe Rogan references that all the time that, the comedians are people that you go to for answers that know everything because they're kind of everyday type of people because they're usually doing that as a side job, at least to start for a long time. So they're not, you know, they're in the real world. They're in reality. Can, you call, can you call that a comedian though? A side job? Isn't it a comic? No, when you start out. Working? No, when you start out, of course. I mean, as long as you're, tr you're, yeah, exactly. It's not a side job. You're right. You're actually a comedian. But, you know, some people have that, some people have the theory in life that, you know, unless you're getting paid for something, um, you're, you're not doing it professionally. And that's just one of those typical sheeple type of uh, ideas that have been kind of drawn, driven into you over life. It's like if you're not making money for it, then it's not important. Well, money doesn't really buy you shit. I mean, you can look at all the people that make the most money in the world, like, you know, is it Heath Ledger and all these actors, Robin Williams, who was making, you know, millions of dollars per year and have been for what, the past 40 years? But I'm gonna fix this. Yeah, keep bringing keep bringing But uh, yeah, but you know something happens and they overdose or like no something bad happens where they kick their own lives. You know, it's like one of the one of my one of my idols, one of my favorite filmmakers, um, uh, Tony Scott. You know, brother Ridley Scott. You know, jumped off you know the, a bridge and Jeez. this guy was like well known, well respected. You know, um, had a family and he was making doing what he loved and. He had all the money in the world. And people don't understand. It doesn't buy you anything. It doesn't buy you happiness. And that's not a cliche. That's fucking real. Money doesn't buy you happiness. If you're happy with with bullshit and you're happy with um, new things and pretty things and vain you know, I, and I objectives, felt, then Yeah, I then felt yeah. that way about moving, like, to places, you know, because I moved around a lot, you know, and to different spots. And, you know, like, this place would be better. This place would be better, you know. And until I really got good with myself. Right. You know, it didn't matter where I went, although it took care of you, right? Yeah, eventually. But so, yeah, but uh, but some of the best advice I did hear, uh, and I I think I watched a TED talk on it, where uh, they had done some research about the younger generation, and this piece of advice was given to me, and I thought it was a, a good way. Which was, um, and even they, the scientists, these people that had done the research, had, were talking about it that uh, the younger generation seems to uh, believe in move to where you want to live first, find that, move there. And then find your job, your work, and what you want to do. Because essentially, what I what I did is I, I've always wanted to move back to New York. So yeah, you're right. I think that's part of also following maybe a dream for people because mm -hmm. I, it's it's hard to not find someone's you know dream in somewhere with or not in but begin or with a place you know with like I'm I'm living here. This would be ultimate, right? Sometimes if I'm talking to a client, uh, you work backwards, right? So what I do is I would say, all right, tell me. The destination. Start there. Right. Tell where me. Do wanna, where do you see yourself? Yeah, where's the envision, right? Yeah. And they it generally starts out with, well, I'd be living, right? So then I would say, well, why can't you just move there, live there, and work it backwards? And then figure it out. Right, right. That's essentially what one of, uh, one of our good friends, uh, Skippy, did. Um, you know, Skippy. Shout out Skippy the hair man. <laughs> Skippy. If you follow my Instagram, uh, Skippy is the golden pony uh, 222 um, because he's got just – 
he's got white dreads and it's just a beautiful what do you call it it's a mane right is that what you call it it's a beautiful mane <laughs> and uh, I always make a, fun of him a dready mane a dready mane I call it a nest but actually he pulls it off but anyways uh, what was I saying about Skippy I just lost my train of thought no that he moved to where no, he wanted he to be he moved exactly so he lived in Orlando I mean, I've known him for years since high school um, shout out to the University High School uh, alumni out there but um, he's lived in Orlando his, you know, his entire life, or at least you know, since he jumped up into the work world. And he was, he's an electrical engineer. He's smart as fuck. And him and his, him and his fiance, they decided just to move out to the beach because they're surfers. They love being out at the beach. So why would you not just move out to the beach, figure out a job situation from there? Because he was working in Orlando, so he was commuting. And I believe his, his fiance, uh, Annie, she actually she's a hairdresser, so she still works in Orlando. But they've never been happier. And they live in a small place, like half a mile away from the beach, where they can walk, ride their bike, drive to, whatever they decide. And they can surf every morning, every afternoon. And what happened after a few months of them being out there? He found a job out there. And now he's making more money than he's ever made before, and he's happy as hell. And everything's good. They have to commute to Orlando every once in a while, but... You know, when you live in the middle of nowhere, you kind of have to go into the city every once in a while. <laughs> you, you, but I like that. So I've even contemplated that idea of being able because I, I like to surf, and for him, he does. Yeah, it's therapeutic, man. It's like it's so waking up in the morning, going, you know what? I'm going to surf before I go to work today. You know what I mean? That's hey, there's peace in that, brother. And you know, sometimes I think maybe this society, or even myself, we confuse the word happiness maybe with peace, with finding the peace inside. Matt, I don't know. I'm I'm throwing that on the table. You I know, guess, I, I think it's I think one leads to the other. I guess you know, peace with yourself just means that you're comfortable with who you are, and that I think brings an overall quality or a happiness that people can sense about you. Um, and that has nothing to do with again what you do for a living, where you live, or you know who you, you know. It's all about who you are as a human. And as long as you just give someone a few minutes and talk to them, you'll kind of realize that. But you know, a lot of things. You know, every single day of life, you know, things happen. And, uh, to, you know, that, that phrase, which to each his own, you know, every day, you know, something can happen. So everyone reacts differently. Everyone handles situations differently, you know. And, and you talk about that, man, because I, I've had some friends. We've had some people, you know, in my life in the last. Close it out right there. Um, make sure this, this beautiful dog is being, is getting, it's getting some air time here. Oh, that's who's on there, bro. Pretzel bears on there? Yeah, no one sees that, man. That's what everybody All sees right. right there, man. That's awesome. That's just what you see, man. Yeah. Um, things, man. No, but seriously, though, man, it, it seems like I had two people fall to a stroke that I know. Uh, one person um, passed away. You know, I'm not putting their names out there just because I, I don't I don't know mm-hmm. if that's comfortable. But in like a week. Yeah. And <clears throat> you and young people. You know, and yeah. now somebody recently yeah. today, the, a friend of a friend yeah. or, a, a, you know, someone's it's, friend. And it, when you see that and how fast it can go to just anybody, man, it's hard not to sit there and go, why aren't you chasing a dream? If you got one, you yeah, know, if exactly. you if you have it and why maybe it, time, but maybe they have the peace. Right. What's that difference is is chasing the dream and the happiness the same as finding peace. Could that be the dream for some people? Really? Right, right, right. Yeah, actually, I agree with you. You know, speaking of, you know, give another shout out to someone named uh, Mike Mike Franchise out there who's uh, who should be listening. You know, um, he, he he's a very good dude. And he understands it. He talked to we were talking last night about it. And, you know, we've both lost someone really close to us uh, recently. And it makes you realize, you know, the the finer things in life, the more important things in life, you know, and it's like 
it's it's the basically the, the most important value I think in commodity that we have is time. And however we want to say time how time exists or whatnot, how old we get, you know, the day, from the day you're born, you're dying. Everyone is dying, and you never know when it's going to happen. You never know how it's going to happen. Is that scary? Sure, it is. But you know what? That's something you just accept, and you just don't think about it because you just live your life. But people along the way forget to think about that when they're busy with dealing with their own issues. And when they're stuck in their own way dealing with their own issues, and they're what? I guess less, more selfish in a way, but not knowingly. So it's not like it's a... It's they're doing it purposely, and everybody does it, so it's not like anyone's being a specific hypocrite, but they do it because everyone lives their own lives, and everyone has that ability, but you don't really realize what's going down until you lose something, you know, and I lost I lost my best friend, you know, a few a few weeks ago, and it was the hardest thing I've ever had to deal with, and it's even hard just talking about it right now, because I only see him in pictures, and that sucks, but you know what? Nothing will ever take away the time we spent together. Not no money that's that's owed no job that i have that i have now no freelance gig that i've taken no film that i'm making no nothing is going to take away the time that i spent with him and the time that we're spending together you know that's why it's all about you know that's why i say like you know it's all about health and wealth and when i mean health i mean like you say if you're taking care of you if you take care of you this is the vessel that we're here on this life to live why do you want to be obese why do you want to be bulimic why do you want to be whatever because you're unhappy because there's the problems going on in life, we all have our own problems, but you want to be healthy and wealthy. And I don't mean money. Money is bullshit. Money's fake. Think about how this country was built. It wasn't built on money. It was built with fucking our hands. It was built with hard work. And it was built just like my brother here, the Native American uh, Indian man, Adam Larry. He, you know, it was built on trade. And, you know, what we're doing is we're trading this green piece of paper in for something that we want. Sometimes it's something we need. Most of the time it's something we want. But you know what? Time is something that no one can take away from us but ourselves and but the laws that govern us. <laughs> because we don't want to be spending our time somewhere we don't want to. And that's funny because my Mike was talking about the other day. He's like, the only two things I'm afraid of is imprisonment and death. And it's like, well, that's inevitable, so you shouldn't be scared of it. Imprisonment is also, it's like, it's not necessary if you just... Don't do anything wrong. <laughs> in some just cases, cover your back. In, in some cases, shit. Some people are, are you know, going to, uh, you know, incarceration with. I mean, for, I gotta said it to Mike. Being incarcerated before, uh, I gotta say that that is um, take when you lose your freedom and you're boxed like that. I'm telling you, when you want to talk about rehabilitation, my friends, that is not no. I'm sorry, punishment, sure. And if it's the fear you want to cause, well, if we have so many incarcerated, it's not working well. Exactly. You know, I hope was it, I, I think you said that the other day. It was, you know, we, we spend a lot of time in our own lives and in our society and in our world treating symptoms of things. And I know it was Brett Richards, was quote, Brett Richard from um, Down South, he was quoting somebody uh, where he said, he was talking about cancer. And he goes, we're so busy trying to find the cure. Uh, why don't we narrow down the cause you know and so if we're looking that's that's for anything for addiction for unhappiness for depression for whatever you know we're looking for a lot of healing a lot of you know cures instead of maybe you know the cause and a lot of times if we're willing to look in ourselves or even look at our own society our culture that we live in and question it 
you know, sometimes from there is how we can really get to finding the cause more than just, you know, keep treating the fucking symptoms. I agree. And that's that's the biggest problem with this company. All this country wants to do in all these agencies and profitable organizations that uh, I think Jason uh, Crabtree touched upon last time with his, with his wonderful Conspiracy Theories uh, podcast. But he was touching upon that. Like, they, don't, they just want to make money. Every company is out there to make money. You know, it's they're not out there to help you. They want to keep you a customer. What's the profit for they get when they just they fix you and you leave? And I, I made this a point the last time I was on this pod, the podcast was, you know, people don't understand that all the pain that you're dealing with, you know, whatever you're taking to hide that pain, whether it be to overeat, undereat, uh, you know, whether it be drink too much, take too many medications, go to the doctor. All it is is just you have to just be comfortable with yourself, and you, the pain is is all mental, and it's tough to fight. I mean, I've been dealing with it for. You know, I've been crying every day for three weeks, you know, like it, it sucks, but like you have to, it has to be released. You know, what can I do? Just, just hide it and keep it bottled in. Like it has to be released, man. And honestly, the, well, like I said you know, last time, about that, yeah. what, you know, that notion, right? There's this idea of bottling it in, right? We, it's amazing that we come so far in a society sometimes and then still look back and see that we haven't when that notion of being tough or hard or masculine even about not showing weakness, right, or about admitting that things aren't bothering us, right, this, it's almost so fake. and it, yeah. But it still holds on in this ancient way, man. Like, it's strange how that still perpetuates, you know what I mean, that not being open to about what we know life hurts sometimes. You know, we know life does those things. It, it counteracts us sometimes. Well, one of my, one of my I guess I always say this quote, and it's not mine, but, um, the country artist uh, Gary Allen uh, says it, and it, one of his songs is, you know, life ain't always beautiful, but it's a beautiful ride. You know, it's like you do quote that shit. I a do. Lot. I say yeah, it all the time because yeah. every day I, I think about that in my head, and it's like one of my, you know, daily sayings that I repeat. It's like, you know, because you know, shit's gonna hurt, man. But like, you know, that's why in, in film and, and what I'm trying to create with all the all the movies that I make, um, whether that be a, you know, a dr- dr- drama, comedy, or even a documentary, is I feel like. Every film, depending whether how long it is, whether it's a short film, long film, whatever it is, it, it should move you emotionally and it should keep you, the viewer, emotionally intact. And if you have a film that you watch that you, that you can engage, laugh, like emotionally engage, engaged. emotionally engaged, but no, but emotionally in general, like if you're watching the movie engage because it's, it's it, you're going to watch Mission Impossible 10 because it's going to be engaging, it's entertaining, but the movies I, I want to make are, you know, the realistic approaches, you know, the real stories that are teaching people about life and when you hit like movies like uh, the Silver Linings Playbook, um, or even American Hustle, based on a true story, when you can watch a movie from beginning to end and you're engaged, but also emotionally involved, like you laugh a little bit, you cry or feel like you could cry, and then you get excited. And if you hit all those emotional, like little, uh, inst- little what is it called? Uh, I'm trying to, the word I'm trying to think is emotional just emotions buttons. Man. If you hit all those emotional buttons, yeah, yeah. And, and you're and you're like wow, and by the end of that movie, you're like. How long was that? Like, you could watch a three-hour movie and it could feel like an hour. You can also watch a really bad movie that's an hour long and it could feel like three hours. And you know that by, you know, obviously how you're feeling while you watch the movie. And everything is all about your emotions. And, you know, obviously there's multiple layers in life that can affect your emotions. But when you're watching a movie, that's personally what I think is I could just separate myself and just embrace what I'm watching. But then again, you know, it's kind of like a form of meditation in a way. You're putting yourself in a different world and you're watching other people's lives. But that's why I like to make real movies. You know, I just saw Batman vs. Superman. I, I tell you this. No. It's uh, disappointing. 
Oh, it was good. And wait, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! I'm not gonna say anything. Yes, he will. He always says he's not gonna say anything. Says true, but that's just to him. I wouldn't ruin it for everyone out there. Turn this down. Turn it down now if you haven't seen it. Just trust me. There's no spoilers. Yes, there is. No, there's not. Yeah, there is. No, there's not. Yep. Okay, maybe one. No, there's no spoilers. But I was—I thought it was entertaining. I would go see it. But just look at the look at the numbers. You know, read your reviews, do your research. And we looked at it today. Like, what's today? What's it? Monday. The, I love the it. Drop, uh, see, the drop see, listen, from, people. Listen, wait, 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 let me wait, finish, no, let me finish Listen, people. Work a job to where when Monday happens, you have to still ask, what's today? Every one of you Every listening one, out yeah. there, <laughs> get fuck. Tomorrow's Monday. I got to go to work. Is it Sunday or is it Monday? <laughs> and then you sit in the studio with me and you go, wait, what's today? See, this is a Monday. I don't have a case of the Monday because I'm having a blast hanging out with my best <laughs> friend right now. And this is, this, is, this is what we do for a living. And we do other things as well. But you know what? This is our Monday. So everyone out there look, that's sitting at, at work, the, look at, I hope look at you're Presley. watching. Look at Presley. Look at Presley. This is Presley's Monday. <laughs> this is Presley's Monday. Look at That's how you do a Monday, people. This is Monday, guys. Where's he at? But anyways, yeah, man, that, I don't know what I'm saying. See, I told you not to interrupt me and I lost my train of thought. You gotta stop interrupting rampages, man. No. You just let me flow. Yeah, you were talking about, I flipped you on the case of the month. Oh, it was the Batman thing. The Batman I was thing. just saying, um, I, would, I would watch, go watch it, but like if you look at the numbers, it was like, I think it's the the lowest, the worst movie ever in superhero franchises from a Friday start to a Monday because of the word of mouth. But people should go see it. Um, it was definitely entertaining. And Ben Affleck was actually a decent Batman. So uh, it was dark. It was entertaining, gripping. So, so go watch it. But you it said was, it was no disappointing. Just like I said. I was disappointed, but I have a... I have a Everyone has their own opinions on film, so yeah, that's true. You, you know can what? Read a review and it could be. I, I will tell you this: I believe that I pick good films, right? We all do because it's what we like. But I gotta be honest: I only call one person when I'm out of something good to watch. Yeah, who do you call? I call you, baby. Yeah, that's right. I do. I'll text you. It'll be a while, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck! I've, I went through the documentaries, and then you'll always kick me back something where I'm like, oh shit, yeah. But people like there's I, I could watch any movie, man. Like I said, I watched. I think I watched Mission Impossible. You should Five. start like a movie recommendation thing because you're yeah, good you know, at I, it. I, I it just they would take up too much time because I'd, I'd be watching too many movies. You get a lot of haters too. <laughs> you get a lot of haters. I'd want, yeah, we get a lot of haters because uh, man, I have a lot of cold hits, man. Like like the movie She's the One. You know, uh, man, one of my all time favorite movies is is uh, Rounders by uh, Brian Compliment and David Levine. Uh, Man, he's that's my all-time favorite movie. But Rounders, very similar to, to Goodwill Hunting, was one of my one of the reasons why I'm doing what I'm doing, and it's why I love I love work, man. And it's like it's not work, you know. Let me ask you a question. So I was I, had to, I was talking to someone the other day about this. The term job. When you say you have a job, what's your job? Doesn't that sound like just like you're just like a construction worker? Yeah, I shared that today. You see, I shared that on. You Facebook? shared that bear. Yeah, I shared it on my Facebook. Oh my god! You guys got to check out this amazing. I'm sure it's viral. It's like two million hits. Amazing facts and nature video from Facebook. You shared it at Daniel McNamara. Yeah, Ma- oh awesome. my god! It's a huge brown bear. It's hugging. It's lovable because. Oh my you know god! What? Everyone needs a hug, even big brown bears. That bear's obese, man. That bear's that bear. Well, tubby, look at its bro. owner. That bear's tubby. See the pet. See the owner. Is he tubby? That's what I always say about dogs too. See the pet, see the owner. You know what I mean? If you see the bad pit bull, I'm telling you, see the pet, see the owner. Well, see the kid, see the parent. There's always an. And when I you ask me a question about a job, 
Yeah. Uh, you can have the phone. That's not me. They made me do it. This is your podcast. Yeah. No. You're supposed to be rampaging right now. Not well, Facebook. Yeah. Well, a job. Well, a job can take a lot of. Context. How many? What's your favorite? What's the? Let me ask you a question. What's the worst job? Well, I'm sorry. What's the worst job you've ever had? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Well, it's hard um, physically, physical labor wise. No, just, just worst job you've ever had. Worst. See, that's hard because there's a physical labor. There's a physical context I got to take in. Mm-mm. Well, let me walk through it. Jeez. So the, oh man, I've done roofing in August in Florida. <clears throat> when you're standing on aluminum roofs at four pitches, five pitches, you're kind of roped in sometimes, or you're standing on the edge of little boards you've nailed into a roof, and it's fucking 102. Oh my god! Yeah, but at least you're out there getting, <clears throat> no, getting no, a I'll, tan. You got some water. A you tan? Know? <laughs> a tan? No, I'm leaned over know, on man. a fence, trying Doesn't not to fall. And no, and That's roofing, the worst r- physical. Oh, I also uh, one time during the walkabout, I had a job on a railroad uh, construction crew. I had to demo a short bridge of a railroad and then smooth out this concrete on all fours. Mm-hmm. In like matter of a couple seconds, because they'd pour it, and I'd have to do this weird dance across the thing, brother. Oh my god, I don't know. Oh, I've done some trench What's digging. The time you've ever had? I'm walking through the physical labor, bro, because that shit is intense. But you're thinking too much. I just want the answer. I'm, well, gonna, the first gonna, ones that hit you are the ones where okay, you go. So what's the worst? Time? What's the worst I've ever had? If you think too much, then if you hit me, the worst job I ever had selling insurance. Oh, I agree. <laughs> well, I never sold insurance, but we but, were that you know, but you know what's weird is... <laughs> it's physical labor is better than sitting <laughs> in an office, people. This is no, like, I well, didn't sit in an office. I was selling, but for me, um, I just thought I was using some skills I have of influence to talk to people for not-so-reachable, irrational dreams. And for me, it was... Uh, honestly, it was one of the best times of making money right. and it was and but when you ask me what job do i hate but i learned so much from that job and the people in that no, job no, no. but the, the purpose was is you hated it so let me let me just ask you a question like the, the people i love though that i worked the, well, with of course i mean the people you love but it was just I learned the, a lot office job he referenced the and very I believe, first job that he was he was thinking too deep in this question and he was like oh because you immediately think the worst job you had is like when you're lifting something heavy but you know, he he's a strong guy. He lifts stuff. He works out. So it's not really that bad. And I'm like, you, so you're on top of a roof at 105 degrees in the middle of the summer, right? Or, or so digging that, a hole but, in limestone. But that stuff. is worse. That sounds to me like you're just, yeah, that sounds worse from the average person. But no, selling insurance, whether it be your car or your office, wherever you were, you're selling insurance, you hated it. Now, that just says <laughs> you would rather... Sit on top of a roof at 102 degrees, <laughs> then sit in an office and sell insurance. If you had to pick between those two, you would pick your pick. Now, and hey, what, those of you who sell insurance, I want to do just one shout out to those of you who sell insurance. Rory Salzburg. <laughs> Rory Salzburg, my favorite, my favorite. Don't say it. I won't say it. My favorite, my favorite man, my favorite <laughs> friend, Mike Salzburg. Anyways, uh, shout out to him. Mike. You can check him out. I don't know the insurance company, but like, I'm going to, I'm going to link him onto the, uh, the Facebook message so he sees it. But he's a good dude. He sells insurance. So if you are needing insurance, reach out to Roy Salzberg. He'll take very good care of you. He would. But, um, yeah. But, no, this is the job, man. It's just funny. Like I, he, was, he was a good guy. Man. People ask him all the time. Like, and people to this day, my family is like, you know, what do you do? What do you do? You know, what's your job? My mom is like, how do you do? What do you do? I'm like, I'm a filmmaker. I don't know what to tell you. What do I do? Like, 
you're never going to understand it because you never experienced it, you know? And a Presley is just, just too like, like Also, a shout out to uh, Social Tees Rescue, my, uh, my, you know, my fiance's rescue that she runs in New York City. This is Presley Bear. Wait, where's the camera? Look how cute this damn dog is. Where's he at? Look at that. This is like, Presley. he's cuter than Marnie the dog. Presley was the one not. in the picture in the primal fort that we built at the sand dunes. Oh, yeah, he was in the primal fort. Yeah, that was him in the picture. But he's just chilling. He just loves hanging out. He's really relaxed. <laughs> he's not coming on the table. He's a little uh, nervous right now. I don't think he's, he's camera shy. Yeah, is that your good side? But it's okay. Is that your good side, Presley? So, yeah, man, like, I feel like the what was that recent thing that recent video that went viral, which was uh, who was the guy that oh, that does uh, Family Feud? What's his name? Um, not much. The, the guy is Family Feud. If we only had a device, we should uh, Google this. <laughs> um, anyways, he had a really mo- motivational video to his audience members, telling everyone to jump in life. You know, do what you want and just and just jump. And uh, it's true, man. Just just enjoy life and do what you love to do. You know. I'm sure, you know, I've known Roy for a long time. He loves selling insurance. You hate selling insurance. Everyone has their own their own views. I was in the it, mortgage business, and after watching you, The Big Short, even though I was only in it temporarily on a small scale, man, that movie, The Big Short, that was very, that was epic, and it was done really well. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely see that movie. Um, it's it's about the mortgage business, but I'm it's hilarious. I'm seeing James Belushi and, um, what's his name? This guy. What's his name? What's his name? Why can't I remember his name, dude? Richard Dawson? No, where are you pointing? Right here. No, go to the Family Feud host. That's right there. Go to the... Let's go host. What do you do? There you go. Steve Harvey, dude. Yeah. There's the, the video that he uh, he talks to his audience members and tells everyone just to jump. Wonderful. Because if you are that all the hosts? Look at it. Presented by one, two, three, four, five, six. Family Feud has had a lot of hosts. Richard Dawson was 1975. Wasn't he Batman? I don't know. And then Ray Combs, Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson? Oh, where's he? Is he? Richard Karn, John O'Hurley, and now Steve Harvey. John O'Hurley, he's the guy that's like, he was in a Seinfeld, right? Mm. He was a Seinfeld guy. Ah. Anyways, so. Yeah, you were saying? I don't remember. <laughs> he had, <laughs> The guy from Family View did something. Oh, no, he had the uh, motivational video of telling people to jump. Like, you oh, know, oh life. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you can just work, you know. I don't want to give too many details, but, um, you know, a buddy of mine that, you know, lost when I was close to him that was just, you know, uh, that worked at an office, you know, lost their life very suddenly. And it was only, I think, 38, 39 years old. And it's like, and it was uh, just because of uh, just a, a, just anything that happened. I, I think it was, a, I don't know what it was, a seizure or something like that or whatever happened. Um, it doesn't matter. Heart attack. But 39 years old, you, you're healthy. You know, I, you know, I, I saw pictures i'm like wow i would never think that person would be have any issues and it just can happen to anybody and you know when you think about it you're like wow you know any day you're working you're going into work nine to five and you're working for someone else and you're limiting your free time you're taking away your time to work for someone else to make money to pay for things that whether you want or need it doesn't really matter you're still taking that time and putting it towards something else you know that's why i always i'm very uh adamant about people and telling them you know work a few jobs and see if you like it if you don't like it work for yourself because the biggest investment you'll make in life is in yourself you know well that's funny it's kind of like the video i shot today man it was so spont you know just spontaneous that shooting that video about you know following your dreams right and not giving up uh despite what people tell you you know or what society tells you you're supposed to do or should do 
And yeah, I mean, I I get emotional again, bro. But I mean, when I I shot that basically because I, I felt the same, where I was like, I can't believe that happened. You know what I mean? Push hard. Is that my one recording? No, I turned it off. Okay. Yeah, it was slowing the bandwidth and everything down. It'll catch back up now. So what, are we still recording video? Mm-hmm. Yeah, brother. Right. You're streaming on, you're live right now on yeah, YouTube. I had no idea this is all complicated. You I'm produce this show. Gonna, I know I produce this, but this is way more complicated than I even, I even know. I think we got to give a shout out to the, to the real, the real producer of, of this, this kind of rampage. Where's Steve Stone at, man? You're not even leaning on the microphone. Where's Steve Stone at right now? Steve is in high demand now. He's always in high demand because he's talented as fuck. Look what he did to your your cognitive cave. He helped build this with you. Yeah, I mean, dude, his comic book that dropped? Dude, people, for real, what you don't know about Steve, other than he's a man of many parts, as described on Tombstone, Steve uh, is a comic book writer. Uh, slash illustrator. His brother, uh, out in Las Vegas, uh, also is a serious illustrator. And they have a whole comic book series, dude, that I'm telling you is a freaking movie. They have one, it's Immortal uh, Immortal Samurai. They have another one with, uh, called Conquest, but I think that's the different names of it. But anyway, they put out their first graphic novel, and it's the first six uh, s- series, the first six uh, comics that came out in, uh, in this series but anyway he has 20 years of writing already done uh in this story it's it's deep and the drawings are good too His he's brother. only did the logo isn't he the yeah yeah rampage logo yeah, yeah yeah i'm gonna get i told you i'm getting that tattoo pretty soon no a tattoo kick you yeah. always steal him show him the tattoo that you stole from me already uh which is a whole fast uh-huh what's whole fast oh you see can you guys see that other side right there bro there you go. Well, yeah, hold fast is something that we hashtag a, a lot, and it's an old sailor term. So I uh, I talked that's about... The real... Oh, yeah, I like that one, too. That's Howie's Paul, by the way. That's my dog's Paul. That's my best friend right there. I like that one. But um, what was that actual about? pulpit. I was talking about hold fast, tattoo. Hold oh, fast, yeah. what it means. The elephant, the illustration of oh, Steve. Oh, yeah, the tattoo. that, too. Yeah, it's First good. of all, it's our logo. It's not just your logo. <laughs> uh, but I'm not sure where I'm going to get it yet. But, yeah, he did a great job on that. Yeah, I think I'm going to end up doing is putting Alex Gray, uh, his painting of his tree, the whole tree of life. That's going to be the back print, except I'm going to change the branches to spell See, my daughter's name, Morgan. You're stealing that idea from me. What? Crazy. Yeah, I told you that idea years ago. You just don't remember. No, you never told me. I that. always wanted to do a sleeve with the tree of life but, and then but, my family. But it wasn't Alex Gray's tree, though. What does that one look like? Oh, dude, it's a it's a psychedelic tree, man. Hey, why, is this TV, why can't you get the, uh, you should be able to put the TV what does that look yeah, like? Yeah, actually, yeah, I can. See, that's why we need the Steve, bro. Hey, where is Steve? Steve wouldn't have done this already. No, he's not, because he's, he's in high demand now, dude. This guy is uh, designing for uh, a lot of people that are doing their thing now that have left the show. <laughs> a lot of people that come to the show, man, I encourage everybody to start a podcast that leaves the show, you know. Um, it's true. And so I push them, and sometimes they really like doing it and want to go that way. And I say, look, Steve, there you go. Mm-hmm. You know, Steve's the man. You know, he, he he based it all. I, I owe a lot to that guy, man. That's why I was talking about him. Hell, I dropped him on uh, ESPN Radio yesterday. I was down in uh, Naples. On, uh, you know what I did? When I put out on Facebook, I put out 933, and it's 993. You're a dumbass. See? Even the mental master. Shit. I'm kidding. No, I was an idiot yesterday. Dude. I, it was because it was 7 a.m., man, on yeah. an Easter morning. Wait, so is that when you had to do it? Yeah. Oh, my God. See... <laughs> Yeah, 
Uh, I love that guy, Brett, though. I do. He's like a... It's like a clone of me, man. It was weird hanging out with myself for two days. I love that, too. Oh, my God. I'm glad I wasn't there. I would have killed both of you. Well, there were two of us. You would have died. Yeah, no. I would have just left. I would have Irish exited out the country. I'm out of here. This is too much for me. You ever seen that movie, uh, A New World? No. Uh, My my roommate, uh, my old roommate, uh, Mike Sameshi, is a sound mixer. He sound mixed the movie. Another Another Earth, it was called. Not Another World. Um, Britt Marling, you should Google it right now. But it was done in I was Googling something else. Oh, sorry, Google that first. What? Uh, whatever you're Googling. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. Damn it, Google. Um, Britt Marling, she's she's a great, talented writer, I think director and producer, and all that. Uh, he worked on that movie, and I was so jealous. It's a great movie. It's, it's, it's the idea that all of a sudden, one day, you look up and you see a world that's just like Earth, and there's another Earth out there. So when you look up and see a moon, you can see another Earth. Even during the day, it's as clear as day because it's so close. Whoa. So the idea was that a, a group of like five people were going to get shuttled to go to the other Earth because they thought maybe they would see themselves. You get it? Like there's multiple worlds out there? Yeah. So it was done really well, all independently. And I think it was done for really, really cheap too, like at least under $100,000, but I could be wrong. Um, but it's amazing. And she's, she's super talented. Anyways, but he worked on that. And uh, yeah, that was the idea because we were Googling something. And now we have to Google it again. You don't remember anything we we're gonna Google? Nope. Jesus Christ! Another Earth. Google another Earth. No, that was way after. That's way after. Yeah, way after. Just could you Google Google? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's just gonna take me to Google.com. No, I forgot what it is. I was searching, man. I was really trying to remember. Oh well. Um, you know, I still I'll take my mother-in-law's line. Anytime she's about to say something, being from West Virginia, she yeah. is now. Anytime she's about to say something, forget that she goes. Well, must have been a lie. Must have been a lie. Yeah. That's true. Oh, fuck it. I mean, so, now that we are going to drive from here to L.A. and back. Yes, it's happening soon. Yeah. I I totally talked about it a little briefly yesterday on the radio with Brett. So, but now it's been modified, it looks like. Well, yeah, we're just just keeping it simple. We're going to be sticking to the script, which is the cognitive rampage, and we're going to... We're gonna go primal. We're gonna one of the companies that we we started a long time ago was the um, what was the name of the company? It's primal. Primal nature. Primal nature. It was uh, <laughs> basically taking people on excursions and, re- and living life, you know, because you know that's one of the major uh, therapies out there. Did you ever? Did I send you that video of like the nature video? I don't think Presley wants to be on camera. Yeah, Presley's, I think, done. He's getting hungry. You want some grub? Presley wants some grub. He's like, man. I think he's got to release some grub. Where's Roxy? But yeah, we're going to be going on a road trip soon from here to L.A. Um, maybe New York to L.A. We haven't decided the logistics, but we're going to keep we it should, natural. We should triangle, gonna, bro. We should, go, we should go here, L.A., L.A., New York. And we'll figure out the details. But the purpose is we're going to take the uh, SUV. It's just going to be a, a few people with a camera crew. And, you know, we're going to film it along the way. We're going to have some well, What are we stops. filming? We're, we're filming a documentary. We're filming a few the rest of it. We're filming the rest of Chemical Incarceration, and we're starting Cultivated, which is the third documentary. I'm sorry, the second documentary that's coming out. Um, All right, which you said along it. The way. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be good times, man. We're going to be uh, so camping if, along the way. We're going to go primal. Yeah, so if anybody uh, from here to L.A. Uh, in our route, um, is it route or route? What do you do? Route. Yeah, is it root? road or road? Road. Roads. Roads. That's that's a funny word. <laughs> it's so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so if you're in route from here to LA, 
Round. Presley's in round to you right now. Yeah, what's up, Presley? Gonna come hang out over here? All right. Well, yeah, so if you're en route, route from here yeah, to LA out. at a university, or if you have a podcast, if you have a show, if you have uh, an event, if, um, I don't know, if you have a wellness center, if you have anything that you want us to stop by and speak at, uh, I will be there talking about my book, giving some away, etc. But we are also filming for the movie Chemical Incarceration, Addicted to the Process. So if you want to read more about you know the depth of the movie, go to CognitiveRampage.com. Website will be up soon. Yeah. Well, th- there's stuff on the movie now on CognitiveRampage.com. Right, right. The Chemical Incarceration.com um, website will be up in the next couple of weeks. So you get more information if you want to participate, uh, donate, uh, anything you would like to uh, do and be involved, be an interview um, participant. Um, let us know. Yeah, man. Yeah, if um, there's a, there's a story a guy that I got to introduce you to. I'm, I'm not going to mention him on the air now, but uh, I sent you the link to his thing yesterday uh, and some of his story to include. But oh he, yeah, yeah. He I haven't was, looked him up yet. He was up in Boston uh, on the newspapers, local news, and stuff for a while. But um, yeah, if you're got a story now mind you, there's a lot of stories through addiction and we're trying to tell the story of the process of how the process itself uh, is designed in the treatment aspect of it you know we a lot of us talk about the addiction aspect the pill aspect of it the synthetic um, Im- implications of the treatment of it but um, what we're going to talk about is the treatment end of it how that treatment process got into place what is offered, why it's offered, the research behind what is offered in treating drugs or addiction, if you will. Because uh, if you ask me, treating a drug addiction is treating a symptom. And so we may see why relapse is a part of it. I mean, let's we asked a lot of questions. And yeah. for me, it was difficult, at, you know, facing some beliefs that I have, you know, and walking into this and really being optimi- or open and objective and going, okay, outside of the emotion of it all, you know, what's really going on? And the people's stories that we're listening to, the new ones we're going to find from here to L.A. and back are, uh, you know, they're just confirming those those ideas. It's yeah, a scary thing, really, man. And that's why I couldn't be quiet anymore. You know what I mean? That's why I couldn't do it. Um, well, bro, uh, yeah, so that's the movie Chemical Incarceration we're filming. That's the uh, book promo tour from here and across, dude. You got to roll out, homie? Yeah, I got to head up. I got to do some errands right yeah. now before I head back. My flight's tomorrow, so I only got a limited time in uh, in Orlando, and then I'm heading out of Tampa tomorrow, so. Presley's awesome. All right, Presley, man. Well, man. Presley, uh, shout uh, out to the sh- dogs out there. Social Tees. Visit uh, yeah. Social Tees uh, NYC Instagram. Uh, shout out to my tattoo artist, Josh Perry, who just uh, gave me a new addition. Um, his Instagram is at lunchbox, lunchbox8 tattoos or something like that. If you Google Joshua Perry, you'll see it. He went to university high school as well. So, um, yeah, man, we'll, I'll be back on here in a, back in a couple of weeks, finishing up my my feature film. So, well, we're taking um, this road trip before ta- May, man. Well, no, well, again, we we talked about the timing. The feature film comes, and then I'm we're, we're going off with the 16th or 17th. We're leaving in April. What's the date around there? Actually, yeah, mid April we'll be going on the road trip. So yeah, yeah if anyone, friends, It'll be family, after, after April, 15th. trust me. If you don't hit us up, we'll be hitting you up just just in case we need a, a place to stay or a bathroom. Um, because I, I'm not as primal as a uh, old uh, Indian Adam Larry over here. That's why you get a hotel, bro. Good old chief, we'll get a hotel, bro. Yeah, but no. We'll keep it primal though. We'll we'll be camping across the way. So going across the country, man, talking about 
helping people change their lives and, uh, you know, getting a good film together of a story that I think needs to be told. And, uh, yeah, I'm dropping a lot of us today. I got a case of the us. So I well, appreciate you if you tuned in live. Uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Remember, you can go to CognitiveRampage.com or AdamLowry.com to buy the limited. I always screw that word up. Limit, limit, limited, <laughs> limited, limit. To buy the limited edition book. The limited edition. Um, <laughs> the limited edition book. It comes in all white. Uh, it has a 200. Oh, you wrote a book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It comes with a $250 gift uh, for thank you, really, not a gift. It's a, a thank you from me, a personal note, uh, plus a chance to be a, a guest on the podcast. So that's the limited edition book. We're going to sell that book until it runs out. Good God, man. It's like a child in the cave. But we're going to sell that book until the book runs out. But uh, April 15th, the uh, book hits online. It goes on Amazon everywhere. Read about the book. Look it up. Uh, if you got questions, email me too. I'll uh, respond probably within uh, 24 to 72 hours uh, to let you know what the book, uh, if will answer your question or whatnot. But hope you're taking care of you. Um, hope you live in your cog- you. <laughs> hope you live in your cognitive oh, rampage. www.literaturelarceny.com. There's new stills that are gonna be put up, and also the trailer. So it's coming soon. You like how we waited till the outro to jump right in there, but I love it. You're good, man. You're good. You're good. But yeah. Check the book out. Boom. Oh, my God. That's loud. I'm sorry for everyone. Yeah, he does. He, he loses it sometimes. But if you're listening, love you. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to put this podcast up sometime today, probably. Um, but this week, I have Dr. Bobby Hoffman's probably going to come on. He was scheduled for uh, tomorrow, but has some things he has to do. So we may be speaking to him on uh, actually after Wednesday, because Wednesday Big Mike the Messenger is coming back on. And I love talking to Big Mike the Messenger. Shout out to you. He is actually the number one downloaded podcast of the Cognitive Rampage of all time. Oh, man, we got to fix that. Look, first of all, shout out to Pretzel Bear, Presley, Fun Facts for Dogs. We got to fix what? What? We got to make this a number one podcast. Look at Presley. Look at him. Oh, dude. He they... should be deserves to be number one. Oh, all right. Well, I don't think Mike would have an objection to losing to a dog. I don't think so either. No. I don't think anyone should. Oh, by the way, no one's for those losing. of you who are going to rampage real No bit, one's losing. The reason I point that out uh, about Mike, I, would, I don't care about the rankings of a podcast, but I point it out because Mike is a education consultant, and he is in the schools, the tough schools, every day talking to the kids, helping the teachers, and he does that free of charge. And this guy doesn't have a website out. He's not. He doesn't have a GoFundMe. He's not collecting money from anywhere. Oh, he's doing himself, right? Yeah. And so when I talk about him being the number one downloaded podcast, awesome. it's kind of like, wow, how does a guy that doesn't promote himself, right, doesn't sell himself, collect money for anything? Because he's Mike the Messenger and he's putting out a good message. That's the truth, man. But he'll be joining us this week. We're going to be talking about learning styles, uh, whether they exist or not. He's coming pretty loaded. Um, but anyway, Dr. Bobby Hoffman be joining us after that, probably during the week. Probably Dr. Parker Mott's coming on. Next week, I have uh, a female fighter, Hannah Goldie, coming on, who is... She kicks your ass. Oh, she could. She laid out a couple people last week, but she's up and coming. So, yeah, podcast exciting as always. Thank you for purchasing the book for all of those that uh, have been doing so. Uh, I love you. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're selling books. Uh, buy the book, everybody. Also, the reason why I still sound like I have a dick in my throat is because my surgery is the 31st. So tune into another podcast. Hey, look, look. If you're going to sell the book, 
Don't say that after you say buy my. Okay, okay. I have uh, a surgery on the thirty first, which is going to fix my throat. So after they remove this cyst or bubble-like thing, which makes me sound like I have a dick in my throat, then you should go buy the book and read it. No, buy the book. Oh, first. buy the book first. Yeah. Okay. Then just don't. Yeah. Just do that. Just buy the book. <laughs> yeah. Let me do the marketing for the book, would you? All right. Apparently, he hasn't read the book. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> But, uh, I didn't even know you wrote a book. <laughs> th- th- this is my third outro now, man. Peace out. All right. Hey. Hey, rendezvous returns. Rendezvous is back. Well, we will be rendezvousing, like I said, from Orlando to L.A. So if you're in the path from here to Orlando, look us up. Give us an email. We'll stop by. Tell your story to us. Um, maybe we'll put it in the film. Maybe we'll include it. You want me to stop and speak at your university, your school, your wellness center, stop on your podcast. I will stop by and I will talk about whatever you want to talk about. So start booking us now. We're going to leave sometime after April 15th. Yep. So I actually, it'll be April 18th. We're heading out. So just shoot us an email. If you want to be a part of the film or tell your story, uh, we'd love to hear about it, but uh, go to adamlowry.com, cognitiverampage.com and buy your limited edition book. Why they last. But I hope you're taking care of you and living your cognitive rampage. Love you.